Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. Alright, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Uh, do you know where we are and what we're doing? Well, we're starting a new book, I think. We sure as fuck are. What are we uh, starting today? We are starting a book of many names. Of many names, huh? It's either Song of Solomon, Song of Songs, or um, Canticle of Canticles. I see. I see. That's not confusing at all. Not. Are we going to pick one and just stick with it, or? I thought we'd switch around. And switch around just to confuse everybody. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, here's the thing. Um, the online Bible that I'm reading from yeah. calls it Song of Solomon, but a lot of the research that I use, um, it calls it Song of Songs. And then I have a regular Bible, and then I have my cute little Precious Moments Bible, <laughs> and those are one of each. I see. Song of Songs and Song of Solomon. I think I've heard Song of Solomon more often than anything else, but that's just my take. Okay. Well, do you want to call it Song of Solomon? I think that... We should stick with something, sort of. That's what I'm going to call it in the end in the title. Okay, Song of Solomon. So, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, before we get into what we're going over today, I do have a shout out to give out. Ooh. Yeah. So we have a new patron. What? Yeah. Yeah. We really want to thank. Um, their name is Aaron F. Aaron F. Thank and you. They just became our newest patron after a trial period. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And that really, really, really helps us out a lot. Um, we can't thank you enough and it's just absolutely 
incredible every time this happens when we get a new patron. Astounding even. Yeah. No, it. I mean, it's still, still blows us away it really does it's so, always exciting it's always unexpected and it's always just we're so grateful yeah so thank you so much aaron we really appreciate it um if you would like to be as amazing and incredible as aaron is you can head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and become a sustaining member there for as low as two dollars a month do it be do like it. aaron yeah yeah um and then yeah that's that's and then you get stuff you get like um special episodes and ad free episodes and early access when we're getting our stuff done on time and and all that wonderful stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so that being said uh what are we getting into today uh song of solomon yes chapter one all right let's go do this okie dokie Okay, so chapter one of Song of Solomon. Okay. Now, since we're starting a new book, under normal circumstances, I would tell you a little bit about the book we're about to read, Uh and then we would, you know, start in. Sure. But I'm not going to because I'm just so excited. I want to see how it sounds before I tell you what to look for. And you'll understand once once we're done and I tell you what I'm going to tell you. Got it. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Um, now I will tell you that some of the confusion as to whether or not we should call it Song of Solomon or Song of Songs is because verse one tells you kind of the title of this book, which is, here's verse one, Solomon's Song of Songs. I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's verse one. Right. It's the title. I got it. Right. I got it. Okay. So, um, that's why it goes by both. Sure. Okay. Makes sense. I don't know where Canticles comes from. It sounds kind of Catholic to me. Okay. But I could be pulling that out of my ass. I'm. You probably are pulling I, that out of your ass. I, I could be. Yeah. I don't know. But okay, here we go. Ready? I'm ready. Solomon's Song of Songs. Okay. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. For your love is more delightful than wine. Pleasing is the fragrance of your perfumes. Your name is like perfume poured out. Wait, wait. Did you pick up the Daniel Steele book or what's going on here? I did not. (laughs) And now do you understand? Like, I didn't want to give you any clue what was coming so that you would purely be like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Because if I I explained what was coming, then you would know to look for it. And the shock wouldn't be as, what is happening? Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to continue now. Okay. No wonder the young women love you. Take me away with you. Let us hurry. Let the king bring me into his chambers. We rejoice and delight in you. We will praise your love more than wine. How right they are to adore you. Dark am I, yet lovely, daughters of Jerusalem. Dark like the tents of Kedar, like the tent curtains of Solomon. Wait, are... Is this are, are this a woman talking about like getting with Solomon or something? That's what it sounds like, doesn't it? Okay. Chicka bow wow. I just I'm like, but okay, all right. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, um, all right, mm-hmm. yeah. Do not stare at me because I am dark, because I am a darkened by the sun. My mother's sons were angry with me and made me take care of the vineyards. 
my own vineyard I had to neglect. Tell me, you whom I love, where you graze your flock and where you rest your sheep at midday. Why so should you can, I? You can have a little tryst. Tryst, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Right, you, you picked that up good. Yeah, yeah. Why should I be like a veiled woman beside the flocks of your friends? If you do not know, most beautiful of women, follow the tracks of the sheep and graze your young goats by the tents of the shepherds. Mm, I so, see. <laughs> so this is a woman and a man going back and forth. Yeah. They about to hook up. I see. Okay? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm getting it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I liken you, my darling, to a mare among Pharaoh's chariot horses. Mm. Your cheeks are beautiful with earrings, your neck with strings of jewels. We will make you earrings of gold studded with silver. That's what I got out of that is he's hung like a horse? No, this is him talking. Oh. He. Oh, that was him talking. back and forth. He's saying your earrings are awesome. Uh, You so pretty. I'm sorry. I I heard the horse bit and I was like. (laughs) (laughs) Fair, fair. While the king was at his table, my perfume spread its fragrance. My beloved is to me a sachet of myrrh resting between my breasts. My beloved is to me a cluster of henna blossoms from the vineyard of Engedi. How beautiful you are, my darling. Oh, how beautiful. Your eyes are doves. How handsome you are, my beloved. Oh, how charming. And our bed is verdant. The beams of our house are cedars. Our rafters are firs. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So they are meeting up. Right. Um, the, the different... Um, Things that they're discussing here at the end uh-huh. are outdoorsy. Okay, sure. Their house, their bed is basically leaves, right? And the beams of their house are cedars. That's trees, right? And their rafters are fir trees. This doesn't sound like it's. Uh, um, I mean, is this sanctioned by God? Well, it's in the Bible. I'm just, I'm just curious because if they're like having these little, you know. Um, flings and it's stuff. A, it's a fling, all right. And they're out in like barns and stuff. It doesn't sound like they're married. It sure maybe. doesn't. And then, so, so I, I gotta wonder if this is, you know, like okay. Okay, so let me. I'm worried read you. for them, you know. That that was the entire chapter one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you a little bit about this book now. Okay. That we've had a little taste. <laughs> <laughs> Song of Songs, also called Canticle of Canticles, Song of Solomon. It's an erotic poem. Oh, okay. Okay, not yeah. just a poem, an erotic poem. Um, okay. What the fuck is an erotic poem doing in the fucking Bible? Well, let's get there. Okay. It's unique within the Hebrew Bible in that it shows no interest in law or covenant or the God of Israel. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Nor does it teach or explore wisdom. Instead, <laughs> it celebrates sexual love. Okay. I'm I'm a little bit taken aback here. Right? Like, after all the shit that we've read about, you know, the things that you're supposed to you walk the straight and narrow path, be upright, women are honey-lipped vixens, and mm-hmm. now we're just talking about fucking random sex in a barn. Hooking up. What bow, the fuck? Bow. It doesn't, yep. this doesn't make any goddamn sense. 
So the two lovers in this book, I'm just going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's fine. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm a little blown away here. You feel insulted. I do. This is fucking <laughs> bullshit. I'm so, where, where's their God in this fucking erotic poem in the middle of the goddamn Bible? Nowhere. It, nowhere. Fuck. The two lovers are in harmony, each desiring the other and rejoicing in sexual intimacy. I mean, look, I'm happy for them and all. You know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they are doing them like maybe a lot. Even. I'm not... <laughs> this <laughs> but... reminds me, honestly, of Lauren Boebert and her boyfriend getting down and dirty in the middle of the Beetlejuice musical. Is that what that reminds This reminds that. OK. You know why? Why? Because it's like, wait, sex is fine. Making out is fine. Being a hoe is fine. We don't mind that. Right. But... What are you doing? You're a Bible girl, and this is a Bible story, and it doesn't go together. Maybe she's in a sect of Christianity that is, like, more about the Song of Solomon. Apparently. I don't know. You know? Apparently. I don't know. I guess. This is, this is weird. Right? So, the women of Jerusalem form a chorus to the lovers, and they function as the audience. So, sometimes it'll be the woman talking to the man. Sometimes it'll be the man talking to the woman. And sometimes it'll be a chorus of... Women singing to them like a refrain kind I see. of thing. Okay. okay, yeah. Scholars differ in assessing when it was written, with estimates ranging anywhere from the 10th to the 2nd century BCE. And linguistic analysis actually suggests it was the 3rd century. Okay. okay, all right. So it sure. still falls within there, but yeah. like definitely wasn't Solomon, you know? Right. In modern Judaism, the song is read on the Sabbath during the Passover, which marks the beginning of the grain harvest, as well as commemorating the exodus from biblical Egypt. And it really surprises me that they don't skip over it entirely. Right, yeah. I have no idea. But I, I don't I, I don't know how you can read the Old Testament and then and then all and of then a sudden think that this is okay somehow. Hang on, let me pull up my Daniel Steele. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. This is yeah. fucked up. Jewish tradition reads it as an allegory. Here's how they get around it. Okay, all right. It's not really a man and a woman having sex. Okay. Uh, Okay. It's an allegory of the relationship between God and Israel because God wants to pull out his big God dick (laughs) and he wants to sniff Israel's poo nanny and fuck it hard. And Israel wants to open her legs and allow that big daddy God penis right up into her harder and harder and harder until god and israel climax and come (laughs) together okay now that's the allegory in jewish tradition in christianity (laughs) it's an allegory of christ and his bride the (laughs) church Okay. And they also want to fuck Apparently. Apparently. And everybody smells good and trees are green. You know, I think people tried really hard to make this make sense in the context of the Bible. Yeah. That's what I think. It's not a fucking allegory, you guys. It's it's a story about lovers. Right. That are having all the sex. And you got stuck with it because somebody back then was like, yeah, we're just going to throw this in here. Sure, sure. So um, each chapter is... Um, abbreviated as Song 1, Song 2, Song 3. Oh, okay. Kind of like the Psalms are Psalm 1, So there's one, Psalm separate two. songs for no, you? Oh, no. Oh, no, it's, it's all, all one song. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I'm just saying how they refer to each chapter. Ah. Like Psalm 1, Psalm 2, Psalm 3. These are Song 1, Song 2. Got it. Okay. I gotcha. So this chapter contains the superscription, which was 
you know, the title. Yeah. You know, Solomon's Song of Songs. Right. And these are songs of the main female characters and the opening song of the male character. Okay. And it, we actually, the end of chapter one kind of cuts off and the conversation continues. Um, he's going to talk more about flora instead of just the trees. He's going to talk about some bushes and grass bushes, and flowers huh? and stuff. <laughs> yeah, bushes. Flowers and shit. In the opening of the Got next yeah. chapter, okay? Right. So yeah. we, we unfortunately, reading it a chapter at a time, cut him off. I see. I see. Right? Well, sorry for cutting him off. Well, it's not my fault. I didn't set it up that way. Right, right. Like, I wouldn't have split it there, yeah. stupids. Right. Like, whoever was in charge hundreds of years ago of doing this split up, they did a poor job. They really did a poor job. Yeah. It's like the, oh, it's like when we're watching Star Trek on oh, Paramount yeah. and they stick the commercial in the wrong place and then you come back from the commercial break just in time for, for the, the fucking credits. No, that's oh. not what I was going to say. Oh. They, you come back just in time for like uh, the characters to glance at each other and right. go, oh, yeah. and then it goes to a commercial break. Yeah, it really But then it me. comes back because it's not a commercial break because we already just had our fake commercial break. Right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what this is like. They split it up all wrong because they're dumb. I, I can't say it any other way. They're just dumb. Sure. Especially sure. in short books like this. It's not like you didn't have your pick of where to split it. Right. Okay. So verse one is the superscription, the title, the description, etc. Now where it says of Solomon, that could actually mean that Solomon is the author, which we've already decided it absolutely not. Right. It could also mean that the book is dedicated to Solomon. Which, okay, I could see sure. that, whatever. Or it was merely a part of the royal library. But deciding that it's an allegory is how they put it into the book and decided, yep, this is a piece of the Bible. But what happened was they have they find all of these documents and, you know, they find them in different, like, caves, like the Dead Sea Scrolls and right. shit like that. Like, yeah. all these different codexes. And they're all from the same time period or whatever. And so... When they put it all in the Bible, it's not necessarily like stuff that's all related to each other. As we've seen, we've read many pieces that don't belong together in any way whatsoever. This one's just the most outlandish. Right, right. But it's basically all just different things that are like old shit. Got it. You know what I mean? I guess I guess what really gets me is that apparently We've we've had thousands of years, a couple of thousands of years to mm -hmm. figure this out, right? At least. And we just stopped. But right. We just let it be what right. it is and didn't do anything else with it. But but for the most part, we've apparently settled on this is the best version of God's word. Right. And that what? irritates like as a person who loves to organize and analyze literature, that bugs the piss out of me. Because what the Bible should actually be called is a big giant collection of old shit that doesn't necessarily all go together, but we found it all together in around the same place. And often talks about God. Yeah. Sometimes. Whatever. Sometimes, usually. Right. But sometimes, we, usually. But but it all like was around the same geographic location or we found it all around the same time period. So we just stapled it all together right. and said, boom, this whole thing, all these different documents that, are a Bible. That's the Bible. That's the Bible. Yep. And that's dumb. I agree. That's dumb. I agree. So when people say, quote, it's in the Bible, what they mean is it's in one of several hundred of different stories and documents 
and I'm not going to tell you which one it is. And it doesn't matter because I didn't really read any of it. And also, I don't actually know anything about it because if I did, I'd also know that there's other texts that are kind of adjacent to it, but never got it or that aren't included in it now or got taken out at some point in the distant future past. I mean, right. And, and yeah. so therefore they aren't technically in the Bible anymore, but they are still adjacent to it. They are. And they're, they're the same. They're part of the same collection of quote unquote all those old stories. But but the Christians don't actually know that because they don't really give a fuck that much. Right. No. They so. want to go to musicals and get their boobs felt up <laughs> in public. You know? I mean, that's... Right. I'm sorry that I keep busting on her. It's just that that's, to me, what it comes down to. Right. No, it's the what hypocrisy. To, yeah. the Not that I give a shit if she's getting felt up. It's the... I want nobody else to be felt up, though. Right, right. You know? Yeah. I want my boobs to be massaged in public, and I don't want anybody else to get their boobs massaged. And moreover, I want to call them whores and pieces of shit. Right. And I'm like, how about if none of us are whores and pieces of shit, and we all get our boobs massaged? Right. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be great, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, moving on. Um, Verses 2 through 7 were... From the female perspective, okay, uh-huh. the girl. Okay. And this section contains the description of the lovers first coming together and intimacy. The speaker is definitely a woman. And she's like, you're so fucking great. Right. Okay. Yeah. Verses 8 through 11 were the man responding with invitation and praise. And he's like, you two are kind of cool. I really like your earrings. <laughs> and then verses... 12 through 14 is a female again, and she's, like, talking about how good he smells, okay? Um, our, um, what's the word, translation, did not use the word spikenard, but okay. it just used the word perfume. But in older translations, like the King James and whatnot, it does use the word spikenard, and um, it comes to the same thing, perfume. But this particular type of perfume is a substance that originated from India, extracted from a plant growing in the Himalaya mountains in Nepal and Bhutan. Wow. Yeah. It was a very precious I was going to say that made quite a trip to get to uh, the Bible. Well, not only that, um, we don't know this because we haven't read it yet. So spoilers. But when Mary anoints Jesus, when she's like rubbing up on his feet and stuff, yeah. I don't know if you're aware that that's a thing that's going to happen. Got it. There's this guy named Jesus and this chick right. named Mary's going to rub his feet. Sure. Um, she uses this same perfume and it's priced at more than 300 denarii, which is very much a lot. Of Got it. Yeah. Denaris. <laughs> okay. That's a whole shit ton of denaris. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Now, another thing that's mentioned here, but not in our translation, because we actually read one that's readable, right? Um, is camphire or henna. This is a small shrub about 8 to 10 feet high that produces clusters of white and yellow blossoms with a powerful fragrance. And it continues to grow in the Engedi area from ancient times until the modern era. Okay. So we can still find that bush today. Got it. And in case you were wondering, the Engedi is an oasis on the western shore of the Dead Sea. Okay. Okay. Yep. So then we get to verse 15, and that is the man saying, my God, you're so fucking beautiful. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then verses 16 and 17, finish it off. And she's like, love is paradise. 
you know, we're making love in all these fucking trees and shit. And barns. Yeah. Right. Well, it's not a barn. Oh. Okay. No, they're outdoors. Oh, okay, okay. And you perfectly caught it when you when she was like, where do you uh, graze your cattle at noon? Because right. noon is when they take their siesta. Sure. Okay. okay. Yeah. Like they do a, a midday nap because it's hot. Right. And so he was telling her, this is where you need to go and I will fuck you hard there. <laughs> and so when they get there, it's it's just like trees and it's beautiful. It's outdoors and it's the perfect spot to lay down and fuck. Got it. And so the, the focus of the subject in these two verses is trees and it provides a picture of the bed as a spreading of greenery and growth and also a spreading of her fucking legs if right, we're being honest. Right. Yes. So that is chapter one. Okay. Of Song of Songs. Well that Song was Song of Solomon. That was quite a uh, surprise to me. I thought it was and I thought it would be more fun to do let's just jump right in. Right. You're not knowing a goddamn thing. Yeah. And then yeah. talk about it after. No, good shit. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. I had, I just have to tell you one more thing. I have been sitting on this knowledge <laughs> ever since I realized that Song of Solomon mm-hmm. was coming after um, Ecclesiastes. Well, that must have been hard for you. <laughs> yeah. It's been over a week that I knew this was coming and I couldn't say a goddamn word. And then when I was like reading about chapter one, yeah. Um, I I was like You're getting real excited, huh? And you kept asking me like what is it called and what's it? and I had to just bite my lip and not say anything. <laughs> and then when we were on the porch tonight before we started reading, you asked me about it and I was like if you ask me about this one more time, I'm going to spill. <laughs> and I was like so excited cuz I knew the sex was just about around the corner. <laughs> and you know how I am about the sex in the Bible. Right. <laughs> Very exciting stuff. Oh god. Okay, so that was Song of Solomon, Chapter 1. Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow, we're going to be back with... Chicka Brown Well, more sex from Song of Solomon, Chapter 2. All right, we'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband! Wife! Do you know where we are? Well, we just started Song of Solomon... Solomon's Song of Songs and Canticle, Canticle con- tr- something. Canticle of Canticles. Yeah, Song of Solomon. Solomon's so, Song of Songs. That's what of we Solomon. did yesterday. Mm-hmm. We did the first chapter, I believe. We did. So that would mean that today we would be doing what? Song two. The the second chapter of mm-hmm. Song of Solomon. Yesterday was Song one. Today or is Song Canticle two. Canticle bullshit or whatever. Canticles. That sing a song of sixpence. Erotic a, poem. Erotic poem. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's what we're doing today. Okay. So are you ready to get into this? Sure. All right. Let's do it. Okie dokie. Okay. So in the intro, I said, sing a song of sixpence. And you looked at me like I was nuts. And so then I had to go look it up. To make sure that I wasn't crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. It's a nursery rhyme that you've never heard of. I never said you were crazy. You were looking at me like, what the fuck are you I don't know about? it. Okay, but it's a common nursery rhyme. It goes, sing a song of sixpence, a pocket full of rye. Four and twenty blackbirds baked in a pie. When the pie was opened, the birds began to sing. Now wasn't that a dainty dish to set before the king? Yeah, it's great stuff.
Okay, I'm not saying that it's good stuff. I'm just saying it's a common nursery rhyme. So when I said sing a song of sixpence and you looked at me like I was nuts, I'm I'm not nuts. I, I, again, I didn't say you were nuts. No, your face said I was nuts. I just, I don't know it. That's all. Okay, so, but your face was like. No, my, so, my face said, what do you do? What is that? I don't know what that is. I know that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm saying common words. I'm saying words that most people know. So what I'm saying is that listeners, please tell husband that that is a nursery rhyme that is common. Thank you. Okay. Song <laughs> two. Ready? <laughs> I'm glad you got that out of your system. I had to. Yeah. I am a rose (laughs) of Sharon. I am a rock. I am an island. No, just kidding. But I am a rose of Sharon. Okay. The lily of the valleys. Sharon's the lily of the valleys? I'm a rose of Sharon. The valley, you know? And I'm a lily of the valley. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like a lily among thorns is my darling among the young women. Okay. Okay. All right. Like an apple tree among the trees of the forest is my beloved among the young men. I delight to sit in his shade and his fruit is sweet to my taste. It's an interesting choice of a tree to pick Mm, as the uh, tree. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know in Genesis that technically it was a fruit tree. Right. It was like, you know, but everybody associates the apple tree, the apple Mm -hmm. with Eve. So well, that's when you walk up to somebody who's hot and you go, nice tree, <laughs> right? Let him lead me to the banquet hall and let his banner over me be love. Mm. Strengthen me with raisins. Refresh me with apples for I am faint with love. Mm-hmm. His left arm is under my head and his right arm embraces me. Mm. Man. Daughters of Jerusalem. Wait, under her head. That means mm-hmm. that they're laying down. They are they're, together. They're. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you by the gazelles and by the does of the field. Do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Mm. That okay. sounds that sounds like she's she's talking about his ding dong. You think? Mm-hmm. Okay. All She's right. like, don't arouse or awaken love until it so desires. And, and you got to make sure mm-hmm. the gazelles are good with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's important. Because mm-hmm. they go fast. I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Listen. I'm listening. My beloved! Exclamation point. Look! Exclamation point. Okay. Listen, my beloved. Look! Here he comes. Leaping across the mountains. Bounding over the hills. Slurp. <laughs> it doesn't say slurp. I know. But it was it seemed like it could go there, right? Uh, I mean My beloved is like a gazelle or a young stag. Ah. Mm, look! There he stands behind our wall, gazing through the windows, peering through the lattice. My beloved spoke and said to me, Arise, my darling, my beautiful one, come with me. See, the winter is past. The rains are over and gone. Yeah, they are. Flowers appear on the earth. The season of singing has come. The cooing of doves is heard in our land. Okay. Well, the cooing of doves is heard in our land. Like, yes, we've arrived, you know? Right. Like like the the dove that they sent out like in the 
the flood, the 40 days and the 40 Oh, days. I just figured it meant like spring is here and the birds are back and the flowers are blooming and it's springtime, guys. Mm, the cooing of doves is heard in our land. Mm-mm, that is saying, that's saying a thing. Okay. This All whole right. thing is full of symbolism. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, the fig trees form its early fruit. The blossoming vines spread their fragrance. Smells so good. Mm-hmm. Arise, come, my darling, my beautiful one, come with me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was the symbolism that was specifically there. Was but it hey. not? Okay, how about this? I'm just saying. My dove in the clefts of rock. <laughs> There's only one time you use the word cleft, and it is not in mountains, I'm here to tell you. In the hiding places. On the mountainside, show me your face. Let me hear your voice, for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Catch for us the foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards, our vineyards that are in bloom. My beloved is mine and I am his. He browses among the lilies until the day breaks and the shadows flee. Turn, my beloved. And be like a gazelle or like a young stag on the rugged hills. Wait, is, is she saying that he's shopping around other women? But that Mm-mm. no, Mm-mm. okay. She's saying they done did the deed oh. and it felt good. Okay, okay. And yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So now let me turn to my notes. Okay. Because so that, that I was that some, was all there was there. Yeah, that was the end. Okay, that okay. was a lot of like words that, for. What was happening there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was good stuff, though. Okay. It was so much sex. Got it. Okay? Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so this chapter, Song 2, yeah. contains a dialogue in the open air and several female poems with the main imagery of flora and fauna. Okay. Flora being flowers, fauna being animals. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And verse 1 is Love in Paradise, sung by the female. Okay, the Rose of Sharon is a flower of the field, thought to be a kind of crocus growing as a lily among brambles in the Sharon Plain. And the Sharon Plain is the Mediterranean coastal plain, which spans south of the slopes of Mount Carmel. Okay, okay? all right. The word rose is rendered variously as lily, jonquil, or crocus, depending on where you read it. But I think rose is the most romantic. Got it. Right? Sure, yeah. Okay. And then the male responds, and then the female talks about the pastoral scene, the sensual imagery of apple tree mm-hmm. as a place of romance. And that is still used in songs today. But the songs they listed were none that I had heard of or cared about because they were not even as good as seeing a song of sixpence. <laughs> <laughs> Also, where it said the banqueting house, it's a rendering of a phrase that literally means house of drinking wine or a drinking house. So basically like a tavern or a bar. Okay. All right. Yep. Okay. And um, when we get to verses eight and nine, she is talking about her lover pursuing her. And this section starts a poetic exposition of lovers who are joined and separated. Okay. So they're together. They are so together. Right. But then they're done and they have to part. Oh, okay. Mm. Got it. 
Okay, and that bit with the foxes. Yeah, I was kind of curious about that. Okay, actually, two things. First of all, um, let what, what did it say? Let us catch the foxes or yeah. some shit like that. Right. Um, that was the name actually of a catch for us the foxes. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. That is actually the name of an album put out by a band. And not back in biblical times. No, 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 no. Like recent times, a Christian band. So I didn't bother to take down the name. Okay. But I just thought Catch for Us the Foxes mm-hmm. is such a cool name for an album. And the reason um, that they use that is because the foxes are associated with the obstacle of the blossoming romantic relationship. Oh. So they're not literally saying Catch for Us the Foxes. They're saying Catch for us all the things that are going to hold us apart from each other. Got it. Got all it. of the obstacles in our way of this romance and all this sexual tension. Okay. All okay. right. Yep. And then it ends talking about love affirmed and gratification delayed. Okay. okay. So right. they they felt each other up and then they had to part their ways and they were like, no foxes, no foxes. And then they were like, oh, God, how will I ever live without you? Because that felt so good and you smell good. Mm. But somehow somebody out there is going to turn this into something about God. Right? Yeah, they already did. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is supposed to be allegorical. It's supposed to be um, not a man and a woman sneaking off to fuck. Right, This is supposed to be, if you're Jewish, it's um, God and Israel. Israel. And if you're Christian... It's Jesus and um, the church as bride or something like that. Right, right. So it's like, mm, I want to fuck the church I just, so hard. I can't, I, ah, Israel. I can't, I can't see it in that image. That no. doesn't make sense to me. I mean, my ridiculous voice doesn't help. Right, that's true. But that is true. I'm just saying. Like, but even even if you read it normal, I think mm-hmm. that I would have a hard time have associating. A hard time. Yeah, you would. <laughs> Yeah, I I would also have difficulty in making this an allegory for um, either an individual or a nation's love for God or church or nation. Yeah, it's it's way too intimate with regard to the rest of the text that we've mm-hmm. read so far. Yeah, like if you're this doesn't fit in the but the they, grand scheme of the Bible thus but they far. They want it to so bad. They want something so bad. They want it to be religious so fucking bad because otherwise it's just an erotic poem. It's just a fucking erotic <laughs> poem. That's all it is. Which would be fine if that's what it was. But because they're pretending it's not, that makes it funny. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like sex, right? Yeah. And then and then the, the Jewish people and the Christians are like, no, it's not. And so then it's like, <laughs> sex. <laughs> I feel like the person that wrote this, they got caught writing it. And they're like, what's this trash? Like, oh, this is actually, it's meant to be about God and Israel. Mm-hmm. You see, it, it, you know, and then people are dumb. So. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So. And then the Christians, you know, they were like, we can't have this be about Israel. My God. Right. And they were like, wait, you're onto something there. My God, it's God, and the woman is. Let's make the church the bride. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the bridegroom, good. groom, bride, bride song. Yeah, canticles. Right. Sex. Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's sex it. with Israel. I'm, I'm having sex with Israel, and you're having sex with the church. 
No thanks. <laughs> I can't with this shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, that was Song of Solomon's chapter two. It was song two. Yep. And uh, tomorrow we will be back with... Song three. All right. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you know where the fuck we are? We are in Song of Solomon. We are in Solomon's songs. And it's an erotic poem in the fucking Bible. It is an erotic poem. It's a canticle about sex. Yeah. And there's flowers and... Trees. Antelopes, I think. Was it antelopes? Gazelles. Gazelles, that's right. Yeah. And there's, yeah, there's definitely trees. And, and flowers. They and boom, flowers. boom on the flowers. Right, yeah. In the heat of the day. Yep. There yep. was that. So uh, yesterday, I believe we read uh, Song of Solomon chapter... T- Song 2. We read Song 2. That is correct. And today we'll be reading... Song 3. Song of Solomon. Song 3. Let's go do this. Solomon's Song of Songs. Song 3. Canticles. Canticles. Now we're going to go. read it. Yeah. All right. So here we are jumping into Song 3. Okay. All night long. Oh, yeah. On my bed, I look for the one my heart loves. Oh, no. She was all night long looking for him all over her bed. Yeah. Is he under the sheet? I don't know. Is he in the pillow? I'm not sure. Is he under the mattress? Maybe. Where is he? I looked for him but did not find him. Oh, that cuckolding son of a bitch. <laughs> I will get up now and go about the city. Through its streets and squares, I will search for the one my heart loves. Yeah, because where the fuck is he? She is going to get He should be you. there. I do not think... I don't think that this is the, I mean, he like led her on or something. And now she's like, I'm going to come find you. That's stalking, honestly. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I'm above it. Like I may or may not have, you know, said, I'm going to go find that son of a bitch. Right. Right. But it's, it's not, it's not bible <laughs> It's not the good way to be. So it's not I, upright. It's not upright. Yeah. It's not upstanding. Right. So I looked for him, but did not find him. The watchmen found me as they made their rounds in the city. <gasps> Have you seen the one my heart loves? Um, That's in quote marks. Okay. That's really there. She said that. Got it. Got it. And if I were the guard, I'd be like, I Who the don't fuck do you know, love? you crazy bitch. Right. Who is it you are looking for? I need a name, maybe a face. What the fuck? Right. Scarcely had I passed them when I found the one my heart loves. Oh, oh there well, he is. Yeah, yeah. He was hiding behind the guard I was bothering. <laughs> I held him and would not let him go till I had brought him to my mother's house. This is this is reminding me of like Elmira. Is it Elmira? I'll love you and squeeze you. <laughs> I'll hold you and love you and squish you forever or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Like maybe he's like hiding, you mm-hmm, know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's what it sounds like. Right. He was like, don't tell her I'm standing behind you. (laughs) But anyway, she is dragging him to her mother's house to the room of the one who conceived me. Oh, okay. She's like, you will meet my mother. We did have the sex. I am going to marry you. Right, right. I'm taking you home to dinner. Yeah. Get used to it. Okay. All right. Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you by the gazelles and by the does of the field do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires 
They said that in the last chapter, I think. Well, they talked about gazelles, and they did talk about does. And not arousing, you know, the... Really? Yeah. They I don't talked, that. They did, they did. Okay, hmm. hmm. so now I think that was her. I think now it's him or them. Okay. So it's either him speaking now or it's the chorus. Remember, sometimes it's the chorus. Right, right. Okay. Who is this coming up from the wilderness like a column of smoke? Oh, I like that. Coming up from the wilderness like a column of smoke. Yeah. Perfumed with myrrh and incense made from all the spices of the merchant. <gasps> Look! It's Solomon's carriage, escorted by 60 warriors, the noblest of Israel, all of them wearing the sword, all experienced in battle, each <laughs> with a sword at his side, prepared for the terrors of the night. King Solomon made for himself the carriage. He made it of wood from Lebanon. Mm, okay. That's important. Right. That when Where your wood comes about, from is very important. Let, let us do talk about your wood. <laughs> it's posts he made of silver. It's base of gold. Its seat was upholstered with purple. Okay, I can't... With purple, huh? Yeah. Not, not, not the... Not, like, it could have been painted on. It could have been cloth. It could have been... It's throbbing purple. Gum. I don't know. It's throbbing purple. I see. It's interior inlaid with love. <laughs> daughters of Jerusalem, come out and look. You daughters of Zion, look on King Solomon wearing a crown. The crown with which his mother crowned him on the day of his wedding. The day his heart rejoiced. Oh, he's getting married now. Mm, okay. Oh, that, that moved fast. Yeah. She was pregnant. Probably, yeah. <laughs> the end, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about this a little bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So chapter three. Um, this contains a female song about her search for her lover at night. And a poem describing King Solomon's procession. Got okay, it. So it's nighttime and she's like, where the fuck is that guy that fucked me yesterday? So I'm a little bit confused, I mm -hmm. guess. Are we taught? Is her lover? Is it King Solomon? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. That's why. Remember, these are either written by him, or they are about him, or they are things that were included in his library. Okay. Because well, at one point, I thought that, but then they started talking. Like then it started kind of backing away from that, and it was just like a romp in the, you know. His romp. The flowers and it shit. Was his and, romp. Right. But it seemed a little less um, kingly at that point, I guess. Right. Because why would he need to be fucking out where the goats park? Right. Yeah. That. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I it, that that's where I kind of fell away from the, like, is this King Solomon? I wasn't sure. There is some. What was her name that he was um, sneaking around with? Was it Bathsheba? Was that him? No. That no? was David. Oh, my bad. Never yeah. mind. But I think King Solomon did have quite a few... Um, wives, if well, I recall correctly. He had like correctly. billions of wives and billions of concubines. Right. So, yeah. Um. So this this doesn't mean much of anything special, if, right. if you ask me. That's uh, <laughs> why she was looking for him. She thought she was the one. Right. And he's like, "Bitch, I done fuck so many girls. <laughs> I mean, I parted your cleft. I, yeah. I shoved. I gave you my dove. Right. What more do you want from me? Yeah." Okay, so the first part of this chapter describes how the female protagonist looks for her lover at night, or maybe in a dream. Um, I did not get that it was a dream, but that's what's put out there, that maybe this was a dream. In the city streets, until she finds him and brings him into her mother's house. Okay. okay? Mm -hmm. The setting of this poem progresses from the woman's bed 
to the public areas of the city, and finally to the privacy of her mother's bedroom. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And it closes with the second appeal to the daughters of Jerusalem. So that's the first part. Okay? Got it. Yeah. Okay? Now, do you remember verse 5 where it was talking about the gazelles and the does and whatever? Yeah. So I found a really interesting note. The names of God are apparently substituted with similar sounding phrases depicting female gazelles for God of hosts and does of the field or wild does or female deer for God Almighty. Okay. So apparently like those words are similar sounding in Hebrew. Okay. And it was more um, fitting to the poem to use the animals than God. Oh, okay. And I'm like, "Mm, okay. I don't know that I I don't know that I necessarily buy it because I'd have to reread it with God implanted in there instead of gazelles. I mean, I got it open, so well, no, I don't want. I don't really want. I don't. I really want to reread it. Just but it was verse five, so you know. Yeah. Verse five, daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you by um, God of hosts, and by the. Um, God Almighty, do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Hmm. I guess that so, could work that way. Like, I sure. don't know. I'm not, I'm not overly convinced. I don't really care. It doesn't change it enough one way or the other, quite honestly. Right. But it is interesting that those two are apparently similar sounding to names for God. Right, right. And that the animal was used instead of a name for God, apparently. Got it. Okay. So whatever. Right. So in the last half, um, that's the marriage scene, and that's when the male protagonist person is kind of talking. And this section starts a poetic exposition of love and marriage, which form the core of the book. Okay. okay? So the book is about love in marriage. Okay. Even right. though the whole first part was them... Just being so fucking attracted to each other that they couldn't keep their hands apart. Got it. Right. And Solomon is the main focus of this section as his name is mentioned three times. Yeah. Right? Right. All of a sudden it's like, oh, Solomon. Yeah. And up till now it was just like, oh, some random dude. And it was some random dude going, I know you beautiful honey-lipped vixen girl who's (laughs) random also. (laughs) So that is... All I have for this chapter. Okay. All right. Short and sweet. Short well, and gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was Solomon, or I'm sorry, Song of Solomon, chapter three. Or, or Solomon, song three. Solomon, Song of Songs, chapter three, or song three, yep. or canticle three. Right. Or the third canticle. Right. <laughs> so yes. anyway, we will be back tomorrow with. Song four. Song of Solomon, Song 4. We'll see you guys then. Bye! Husband! Wife! Do you know where we are? We are in Song of Solomons and uh, Solomon. Not Solomons. There's not multiple Solomons. That would I don't know where the fuck so, I got that from. That he has multiple bad. wives, but there's not multiple Solomons that to fuck those so wives. That would be so gross. Honestly, so, one yeah. is bad enough. Right. 
Um, so yeah, we're. I think we just read uh, Song Three. Correct. Which means that today we're going to be reading Song Four. All right, you ready to get into this? And how? Let's do it. Okie dokie. Okay, so we are in Song of Songs, Chapter 4. Yes, we are. How beautiful you are, my darling. Yeah, you are, darling. Oh, how beautiful. You're so beautiful, darling. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Your eyes behind your veil are doves. Oh, they're getting, this is them getting married. Is that what what I'm to gather here? I mean, she's wearing a veil, but she's got doves in her eyes. Can you really see someone's eyes through the veil? Yes. Okay. Yes. I never, we didn't have a veil, so I didn't know. No, we didn't. We didn't. Yeah. And I only got married the one time, so. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Your hair is like a flock of goats. Okay. Descending from the hills of Gilead. If you tell me that my hair is like a flock of goats. You're not going to be very happy with me. I'm, I'm going to laugh at you. Yeah. Right. But then I'm going to. But then you're also not going to be very happy with me. Right. Yeah. Your teeth. Or like a flock of sheep just shorn, mm. you know, super well, white. Well, that's, yeah, okay. I Super white. I guess in context, in that time frame, that's okay. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, honestly, like, look at them goats running and flowing. Look, Maybe. Your hair's Maybe. like them goat hair flowing. I, I guess. Your teeth. Only... Isn't goat hair kind of coarse, though? Like, it's kind of. But it's flowy. It, it's, it's flowy, flowy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, honestly, he's looking around and he's like, what's some what kind of I compare you to? Yeah. Okay. A summer's day? Wait, no, that was, you know, Shakespeare's going to use that or something, right? Several decades and centuries later. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, ooh, there's something white. There's something white. Yeah, sheep. Your teeth. Sheep. Your teeth are like them sheep, man. Yeah. They so white. Right. Yeah. Each has its twin. Not one of them is alone. You know, you got your upper deck and your lower yeah, deck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sure. Your lips. Mm, here we go. Mm-hmm. Your lips are like a scarlet ribbon. Oh, okay. Your okay. mouth is. Ready? I'm ready. Lovely. Oh, well, it's nice of him to say. It, it is nice. It's just kind of boring after all right, that. Right, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, your lips are like a fucking gouged knife wound and red <laughs> like the blood that flows. That's from- a little too violent for what they've been doing. You know I mean? Like, this has been a very poetic beautiful poem not like violent imagery yeah so that's true that's true your temples behind your veil are like the halves of a pomegranate hmm you know you're you got pink cheeks rosy okay. cheeks okay i guess see i always thought the temples were right. like yeah i was your the sides of your forehead yeah that's I think, that's what i was thinking but why would those be red like pomegranates maybe right? they used uh like you know maybe they they painted their faces differently back then. I might want to look that up. Like, what did their makeup look like? Because we like pink cheeks today. Right, but maybe that wasn't in back then, you know? Right. Maybe it was Although, rosy temples. In the 90s, we didn't like pink cheeks. In the 90s, we liked sharp cheekbones. Mm. And so we put them dark lowlights underneath to make them look gaunt and shadowed. Mm. You wouldn't know that, but... Yeah, I don't. I don't pay attention to those things. No, but... I did pig my pants for a while in the, the 80s or 90s. You're saying 90s. pig and you mean... I said pig. Peg. I said pig. Get pegged. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. See, we never just called it that, like pegging your pants. We never called it that. What did you call it? 
folding them. Really? Yeah. I always, yeah, I was always pegging your pants when I. You got to peg your pants. Yeah. That was in the 80s, right? I think it was early 90s. At least when we did it, I think it was in the early 90s. Can that be right? I want to say it was 80s. It was either late 80s or early 90s. I can't remember exactly. I'm thinking late 80s. Because we but also, I lived in a small town, and so things trickled down to us, not up from us. So, I don't know. We might have, like I said, we might have had it later than you. I don't know. You might have had it even later than me, because I had it pretty fucking late. Yeah. I just know that we, as you say, pegged them, and then we tucked them into scrunchy socks. And that was definitely 80s. Mm, yeah. You know? Wait, you tucked your pants into scrunchy socks? Well, yeah. I don't recall that. Yeah, and it was it was cool to not only just have the scrunchy socks, but then it would have been the eighties because it was the same time that the, that hammer time and all that. Like, cause I remember having balloon pants and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Anyway, as I was saying, it was cool to not only have your pants tucked into your scrunchy socks, but you would have two different sets of scrunchy socks in on on your on your feet. You know, mm. like two pairs of socks on. Each foot and the scrunchy socks were different colors. I do vaguely remember that kind of. So, so on one foot, I would have like say pink and blue, but then on the other foot, I would have blue and pink. Right, right. You know, reversed. That was the coolest. Okay. Instead of just getting one pair of socks that has both colors on them because those weren't invented yet. Right. You had to create your own methods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely 80s for the pegged pants right. look. I don't know why we're talking about pegged pants. Because we were talking about the painting on their faces and rosy cheeks versus rosy temples or something. So that's true. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, and then we, we went did into not, pads and you know. we did not have pomegranates on our faces. No, we did not. Okay. Just making sure our youth matches up. Correct. With each other. No pomegranates. No pomegranates. Okay. Your neck is like the Tower of David. <laughs> I'm 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 not sure if that's a compliment or not. Because I've guess, never seen the Tower of David, so I'm gonna guess that what he means is like um, a woman who has a a high, strong neck. Like yeah. she doesn't slouch. Okay, she's no slouch. Got it. Okay, sure. She stands firm and strong. Yeah, with her head held high. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your neck is like the Tower of David, built with the courses of stone. On it hang a thousand shields. All of them, shields of warriors. Now I well, there's a little imagery for violence, I guess. Right. Somewhat. I, I looked that up a little bit. That's um, that's a necklace. He's talking about her necklace. Oh, okay, okay. So All right. She doesn't literally have shields hanging right. around her neck, yeah. unless her necklace was composed of little trinkets that looked like shields. Right. Yeah. Which I don't think that they had Claire's boutique back then. So. <laughs> Your breasts. Here oh, we go. Damn. Yep. Moving right along. They are like two fawns, like twin fawns of a gazelle that browse among the lilies. Hmm. Dim titties browsing like lilies. Yeah. Fawns, like fawns in in the lilies. Fawns in the lilies. Yeah. And the silver spoon, little boy. (laughs) What? I I don't. How did that get there? Fawns in the lilies and the silver spoon. I see. Little you you equating the, the words to a song to the symbol in a to the, the sound symbols. of a song yeah 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 okay you know how I do right okay so we are traveling down we started at her hair we talked about her temples and her teeth and yeah. her neck and now her boobies right okay 
until the day breaks and the shadows flee, I will go to the mountain of myrrh and to the hill of incense. Ooh. Okay. He's talking about mountains and perfume. <laughs> you are altogether beautiful, my darling. There is no flaw in you. Wow, no flaw. Yeah. Just give them a few weeks after they're married. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Come with me from Lebanon, my bride. Come with me from Lebanon. Descend from the crest of Amana, from the top of Sanir, the summit of Hermon, with the lion's dens and the mountain haunts of leopards. Hmm. So it's dangerous. Okay, yeah. You have stolen my heart, my sister, my bride. He's not literally calling no. her sister. Right, no, I got it. Just, you know, chick, sure. babe. Yep. You have stolen my heart with one glance of your eyes and with one jewel of your necklace. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty and you have riches and you smell good. And I saw that mountain you got between your legs. Let's go. I bet those fawns didn't hurt anything either. Mm, mm -mm. How delightful is your love, my sister, my bride. How much more pleasing is your love than wine and the fragrance of your perfume more than any spice. Mm. Your lips. Now, see, here's the thing. We were traveling from top to bottom. Yeah. Do you think he went back up or do you think he's talking about them lips? I think he went back up. You think he went back yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. They drop sweetness as the honeycomb, hmm. my bride. Okay. Milk and honey are under your tongue. It's under your tongue? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. The fragrance of your garments is like the fragrance of Lebanon. You are a garden locked up, my sister, my bride. You are a spring enclosed, a sealed fountain. Okay. Mm. She wet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Your plants, your plants. Mm -hmm. Anytime a man talks about a woman's lady garden, he is not talking about her armpit hair. Okay. All right. Okay? Yeah. Your plants are an orchard of pomegranates with choice fruits, with henna and nard and saffron, calamus and cinnamon, with every kind of incense tree, with myrrhs and aloes and all the finest spices. Yeah. Oh, my God. He is lost in this pussy. Apparently. Yeah. You are a garden fountain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a well of flowing water streaming down from Lebanon. Mm, oh, yeah. Okay. Awake, north wind, and come, south wind. Blow on my garden. <sighs> that its fragrance may spread everywhere. Let my beloved come into his garden and taste its choice fruits. Mm, oh, wait, wait, wait. It. I, I got to rephrase that last sentence. Oh, okay, okay. Let my beloved come into his garden and taste its choice fruits. There you go. That's better. Mm -hmm. Right. That last sentence was her. Right. Actually, I got it. Saying, you like this garden over here? <laughs> come get it. You want to come get up in this garden, my flowing fountain and whatnot? Right. I got your milk and honey right here. <laughs> All right. So that's it. Let's see what kind of notes I got here. Okay. And Okay. So we are still in song four. Yep. Okay. Yep. And this is about the bridegroom praising the bride, which we got okay. that. Okay. All right. Okay. The chapter contains. Wait, it's the bridegroom. Oh. Praising the bride. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Got it. He's the yeah, bridegroom. Yeah, 
Right. She's the bride. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. This chapter contains the man's descriptive poem of the woman's body. Didn't get that at all. <laughs> and the invitation to be together, which is then accepted by the woman. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. got all that. So verses one through seven. So basically the first half of the um, chapter, first are there, um, his descriptive poem of her bits. Okay. Yeah. It's, he's describing his female lover from head to breast. I don't know if that's where he stopped. That sounded like that's where he stopped. When he started talking about her flowing fountain and her fucking honey garden and shit like that. Maybe. All right. No. Okay. He did not stop at her breast. I'm right. telling you that right now. All right. All right. I don't care what they're tra- I don't care You're how You're probably holy. right. You're probably right. I am right. That's just the way it is. Okay. Okay. Anyway, he uses imagery of flora and fauna. He expresses his desire in terms of a sensual pursuit with his lover's body as a mountain on which he finds perfumes. Yeah, he found those perfumes in her cave. Okay? As long as we're talking about a mountain. Right. right? Yeah. Flowing down a mountain. Um, it demonstrates theologically the heart of the entire song, this this bit of this chapter. Okay. okay. It values the body as not evil but good, even worthy of praise and respects the body with an appreciative focus rather than lurid it's which is interesting given mm-hmm. the rest of what we've read so far in the bible right because it's just not that's not how things have gone really right the the woman is to be detested and to be loathed and, right i mean like there's so much wrong with the woman in mm-hmm. the bible thus far mm-hmm. it's interesting to hear it in a good light so yeah He's like, today you smell good. You're not menstruating, are you? Because I might have to hate you today. Right, if right. If you are. Or, oh, you're not? You smell good and I want to fuck you hard. Or I've got other concubines, you know. We could always right. check out one of them. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. so then um, the male, he he issues this call to come along with him. Okay. Okay. From these other cities. He's like, yeah. come with me from there. Yeah. Okay. And it, that depicts the danger and her inaccessibility. And it contains an allusion to the general unapproachableness of this woman. Mm, so okay. when he's talking about like the, you know, lions and. Yeah. And it's shit about, that's it's scary. about her. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. Got it. Cause she's protected, you know, she's got her brothers, her father, all the city, you know, you can't marry this woman. Or you can't touch her unless you marry her. Got and it. also women are grody. Sure. You know? Yeah. So then the last half of this chapter is, quote, a walk in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> it concerns seduction and consummation. So, yeah, totally right. Yeah, you know? right. Where the man seduces the woman. So all he has to do is use flowery words and be like, your teeth are so great. Your hair's the best and your cave smells yummy and she's like okay i took the veil to mean they were getting married but that doesn't necessarily mean that i guess are they married i wonder because it doesn't specifically say they were getting married it depends on which note you read because some of the notes were like yeah they are getting married okay and he's talking to his bride okay but it also seems like he's still in the process of seducing her well and i keep forgetting that you know, it, and it, it possible. I, I don't know if this was the case or not, but I, I know that, you know, in Islam, they the women cover their faces with a veil. Oh, that's true. Which is also an Abrahamic religion. So maybe in earlier days, women wore veils more often. I, maybe it's a veil so, that she 
would wear. I Maybe don't know. it wasn't like talking about her wedding veil. It was talking about could be. Like, and I don't know that to be a fact. Your yummy I'm just wares are guess. your yummy wares are all hidden. Right, right. And all I can see is your pomegranates. Yeah. Ooh, how did he see her teeth? Well, it would be a light veil, like a you know, <laughs> like a gauze. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. So remember that bit where he was talking about saffron and calamus and cinnamon and aloes. Yes. So those are all spices from India. So he was like saying. Not only do you smell good, you smell like rich. Got it. You smell so she fancy. Was, she was moneyed. I mean, that's my take. Right. Like, why are you going to compare her to all this other stuff? At the very least, he's saying you smell like stuff that is very expensive. Right. So those were really good ways of seducing her. Got it. You don't just smell yummy. You smell like this yummy stuff that comes from countries far away. Right. Which is the yummiest. Right. And then that very last sentence where I I restated it in her voice. Yeah. That's an invitation to her garden where she consents to his call. And she's like, yeah, I will allow you into my cave. Let us do the thing. Got it. So (laughs) that was that chapter. Okay. Okay. So they finally did it. I guess. Or or maybe. they're in the process. Something anyway. I'm I'm not sure. This is sex. That's all I know. Yeah, right. No, that much I gathered. This is an erotic poem. Right. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, do you have anything else for us today, or is that it? That is it for Solomon's Song of Songs, Song 4. All right. Well, that will... um, So we'll be back tomorrow, then, with... Song 5. Yep. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Bye. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Husband! Wife! Do you know where we are? We are in Song of Solomon, and I believe yesterday we read Song of Solomon Chapter 4, mm-hmm. which would mean that today we are reading what? Song 5. Song 5. The fifth canticle. In Song of Solomon. Solomon's Song of Songs. Yeah, those, those songy 
song things. The erotic poem that has sex and singing. <laughs> in the fucking Bible. In the fucking Bible. What is an erotic poem doing in the fucking Bible? I mean, I've read more than once now in my notes that um, this is supposed to make it seem like um, it, it's in praise of the body and sex, not as lurid, but as beautiful gifts from God. I, I get that, but like that's not again. That's, I've said that, I've said this multiple it's times. It's counter to the whole rest of the Bible, though. right? Yeah, the tone just does not fit in the Bible. No, at least not where it's at. Anyway, it has not built up to this very at all. At all. And and here we are. We're just you know. Hey, we, let's have sex. Yeah. Okay. Good shit. All right. I mean, I'm not against. Like, I'm I'm not mad. It's you just know? a. It puts you in a, in an odd position because <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> Because you're, like, defending a thing and you're, like, hold on a sec. Right. Like, why am I, why am I being made to feel like a prude? No, I, I think, I don't think it's about feeling like a prude. I think it's more about how it, how, like, we're reading the Bible and, and we're going along, going along, going along. And, yes, there's been some other things out of place, but this one's really fucking out of place. Well, I also said that um, it felt a lot like the whole uh, Lauren Boebert situation, right? Where suddenly I'm the prude because I'm like, how dare you sit there and get felt up in public and give your boyfriend a blowjob or a hand job? Sorry, not a blowjob. But a that's not job. what it's about, though. No, but what I'm saying, it the situation is, you know, she's the one talking about family values, right? While doing these supposedly disgusting things. And so now the hypocrisy. Yes. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, it's very hypocritical of the Bible to put this fucking erotic poem here in the Bible. Are you ready to go read this fucking erotic poem? Yeah. All I right. Guess. Let's go do it. Okie dokie. All right. Song five. Are you ready for this shit? I'm ready. I have come into my garden, my sister, my bride. Oh, man. He went early. Mm. That was quick. I have... Well, remember um, yesterday we talked about how really this verse should have been included in the last chapter. Oh, okay. Because this is the response to that. And then... Yeah. Well, the woman started to... Well, no, I guess this is the man again, though, right? Yeah. Solomon, I yeah. guess. So, Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I have gathered my myrrh with my spice. I have eaten my honeycomb and my honey. Mm. I have drunk my wine and my milk. Mm, oh, that's grody. <laughs> that's grody. Wow. Do you think when he says my wine and my milk that he's referring to her pussy and her tits? I mean, the way this this book is going sure that sounds i mean is that what you thought immediately it's definitely it was one of those thoughts that i had that crossed my mind for sure okay so i'm not just being like overly no no i I think that's definitely a possibility there i have drunk my wine and my milk yeah right okay because who drinks wine and milk you know only it doesn't make sense only if you are referring to the pussy as a glass of wine (laughs) (laughs) eat friends and drink Drink your fill of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yum, yum. Yeah. Okay, now we're moving on to the chick. Okay, and yeah. I slept, but my heart was awake. Listen, my beloved is knocking. Open to me, my sister, my... Oh, wait, no, whoops. I, I read that wrong. Oh, you read it? Okay. Yep, no, nope, right. it's you the man. Try, you want to try it again? Yeah, I'm going to try it again okay. with the man yeah, voice. Yeah, let's do it with the man okay, voice. Okay, sorry, yeah. sorry. I slept, but my heart was awake. 
Listen, my beloved is knocking. Open to me, my sister, my darling, my dove, my flawless one. My head is drenched with dew, my hair with the dampness of the night. Mm. I've taken off my robe. Wait, maybe Whoa. it is her. I just don't, I don't know who's singing right now. Okay? <laughs> I don't know who's singing. All right. Okay, I have taken off my robe. Must I put it on again? Yeah. I have washed my feet. Must I soil them again? Mm. My beloved thrust his hand through the latch opening. My heart began to pound for him. <laughs> I arose to open for my beloved. You yeah, opened for right. him. Okay, yeah. this is the girl. For okay, sure. sure. And my hands dripped with myrrh, my fingers with flowing myrrh on the handles of the bolt. Mm. I opened for my beloved, but my beloved had left. He was gone. Damn, that was quick. Oh, man. You gotta be quick, apparently. He needs he some of easy. that. He needs some of that medicine. He's like, that I'm they going got down nowadays. to the next place, you know? Fuck this. Knock, knock. Let me in. No. Right? Okay, bye. Yeah. Mm, bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> My heart sank at his departure. I looked for him, but did not find him. Mm. I called him, but he did not answer. Did she go running through town? Again. Mm. In her nighting gown. Okay. Yeah. All right. The watchmen found me as they made their rounds in the city. She oh is gosh, running around kinda, in her PJ. She's kind of loony a little bit. She's a little loony. Yeah. this is the second time she's done this. Right? Yeah. I'd be like, stop being crazy, woman. Just whatever. <laughs> I'll be back. God. Yeah. They beat me. They bruised me. They took away my cloak. Those watchmen of the walls. Oh, Damn. that does not sound good. Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you. If you find my beloved, what will you tell him? Tell him I am faint with love or rape. Right, yeah. Because right? it sounds That's, to me like, like them boys happened. gotcha. Right, and she's just like, whatever. Oh, I don't care about all of those boys I just boys need the other me. guy. I, as long as I could just have him, I'd be so happy. I mean, she keeps going to the watchman. Just... <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you saying? I don't know. I mean, like, maybe they've got a thing going on, too. Like, she humped the whole football team? Maybe. maybe. Which is fine if that's what she wanted to do. If, if it was her... Informed consensual decision right, right. to hump the whole Correct. football team. I don't care. But maybe maybe they were like, this is the second time this crazy bitch has come by here. And then they decided to, you know, oh. you know, I, I don't know. Well, if they jumped her, that's not cool. That's not cool. Yeah, that's not okay. But she's like, they jumped me and all I cared about was finding him, finding him. Fi and I'm like. But why else would they take their her cloak? They took her cloak. Like that doesn't, that, that sounds like rape or something or something it's definitely something it, at the very least it was assault right yeah you know you don't take somebody's cloak yeah that's bad you don't do it you get your hand off my cloak guys yeah can't touch my cloak i, I feel like you remember the last time like well the last time solomon was like hiding behind them so maybe yeah stop that from happening could be maybe could, I, I or she know. went there to go do that and then they're like and solomon's <laughs> solomon's like right behind him and they're like ah and they're like, so your guy's back here, man. So, <laughs> so not, not right now. So maybe he was hiding and they were covering for him, I don't, but not I don't know. really well. Maybe. And then maybe they were like, gosh, you know what? But she did say took her cloak. So like they, yeah. she didn't give it to them. So no. that does sound more like rape to me. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know what I don't to know. think about all this. this. I do know that this woman needs to stop chasing this guy. Yeah. In because the middle of the fucking night. Or any time. Right, But right. particularly at night. Yeah. She needs to let him go. Yeah. He's not the one for you, honey. Yeah, fly and be free. Yeah, if you got to chase him, he's not the one for you. No. Okay. 
How is your beloved better than others? Most beautiful of women, women, most beautiful of women. Okay, hang on. This is about the bride praising the bridegroom. So I think it's the girl singing. Okay. I could be wrong. All right. Okay? Yep. How is your beloved better than others? Most beautiful of women. How is your beloved better than others that you so charge? Oh, no, this is the chorus that you so charge us. And then she answers, my beloved is radiant and ruddy, outstanding among 10,000. Mm. Ooh, she did but only ten thousand, though. Well, she got raped by ten by nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine, and she's like, "You're the best of all the ten. <laughs> you know, is that how we're supposed to read that? No. Okay, I, I was totally like, that doesn't that sound right. No, no. My wait, his head is purest gold. Is mm, it? Okay. <laughs> his hair is wavy and black as a raven, but is it like goats? Because um, he said her hair was like goats. But I'm imagining a really weird wavy haired android with a gold face, <laughs> <laughs> like C-3PO with a gold oh, with a with wavy okay. hair, See, with wavy black hair. She said that his head was gold, and I thought she was talking about his dick. Oh, oh! But you took it at face value. I took it at face value. Yes. I took it at dick value. <laughs> <laughs> his eyes are like doves by the water streams, washed in milk. Mounted like jewels. <laughs> I swear they went through a thesaurus and found the most provocative wording they could. I mean, that's even way, when yeah. they're not saying anything provocative. Right. Why'd you use the word mounted? Because this is an erotic poem. Right? That's why. Mounted. It's, it's like when, you know, if you're reading like um, romance novels, right? Mm -hmm. They describe scenes in a very sexual manner, even if it's just a regular scene, to evoke a certain feeling. Mm. Like it's just, it's meant to put you in that sexual frame of mind, right? I guess. I you got to have the bow, chick, wow, bow wow music, but without music, with words. Okay, so how many, be honest, how many romance novels have you read? Fucking zero. Then how how do you know this, and why are you trying to sell me on it? Because I'm just, I'm taking what I do know about romance novels, and I'm just, you know, Where did you get any knowledge about romance novels? Pop culture. Okay. Just, you know, it shit comes up, you know? I'm just curious, because... I've only read a couple, and they're just not for me. Like, I'm just not, I'm not into it, man. Oh, I'm not either. I don't give two shits about romance novels. I mean, like, lots of my friends read them. Lots of people I know read them. Lots of writers I know write them. Right. And so, no shade. I just, it's not, not for thing. me, man. Yeah. I just can't. It's no, too... but I'm, I'm just, your basic, you know, like, it's kind of a trope what the basic romance novel is you have to use the word mount somewhere in your book right. in a non-sexual way definitely because the word itself is fucking loaded right exactly okay. exactly okay. his cheeks are like beds of spice yielding perfume mm. his lips are like lilies dripping with myrrh she's in love with myrrh yeah because that's like the third murray murrish murring yeah that she used yep his arms are rods of gold set with topaz. See, this rods. is C-3PO. But like she used but rods rod. there, you know? So yeah. like, it's, just the, it's the imagery. It is. It is. Yeah. You're right. But but gold, yes, it is C-3PO. She's in love with C-3PO. Totally has a, you know. Thing. I mean, she I. She didn't know it at the time, but she's got a thing for C-3PO. I also had a thing for C-3PO. Really? I did. Because huh. I thought um, there's a man that will stay with you and stay loyal and it he will interpret things for you all the time. Yeah. And if you tell him, 
it's in the fridge. He will not come back from the fridge Until he without finds it. Yeah. He will not say, I don't see it. Right. Where is it? Yeah. He will he will find it. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely Or he'll enlist um R two D two to help him. Like, I'm too tall and I cannot bend well at the right. knee. Yeah. So short friends, do you see the butter? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, his body is polished ivory, mm. decorated with lapis lazuli. Wow, this is very specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's blue. Right. By the way, okay. blue. Decorated with blue. I like blue. He's golden blue. He's pretty. Mm. I want yeah. a man that's golden blue. <laughs> Will you be golden blue for me? No. No? No. What if What if I took all of the, um, if I took all of the specific... Um, ways that have been described yeah. from this. Right. And I create an image and then I decorate you as this dream man for Halloween. If you can come up with that 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 outfit, mm-hmm. I will wear it. Are you serious? But you won't be able to, so I'm not worried about it. I mean, your head has to be gold. Your arms have to be yeah. gold. You have to be decorated with blue. You're not going to, it's not going to happen. Why? Because I know it won't happen. Why do you say that? Because I just do. Challenge accepted, motherfucker. And I charge all of our listeners to help me. <laughs> <laughs> That's no fair enlisting help. Why? That's what I would I'm do. Just saying, I said you. I would Google this shit. All oh. I'm doing is, you know, saying help me, right. help me with this. And you can't just paint me gold. That's not okay. Well, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I mean, you can get, like, gold makeup stuff, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not toxic. Yeah. So you're saying yes, but what you really mean is absolutely not. What I mean is absolutely not, yeah. But what? Sorry. Why did you give me false hope? I don't know. Because you were like, fun. I will wear that costume. And now you're like, of course I will. I was thinking you were going to, yeah, I, I wasn't thinking about it. I, I wasn't thinking about the paint. And then now I'm like, maybe she could do it. I would. I and could. And then I'm like, I don't really want to do it. So I, I'm I'm taking back my, my promise there. You were so emphatic too. I'm I was. Really, I'm I was really disappointed. Yeah, because that was. I a thought hard it was. Guess. I thought it was unrealistic for a second, and then I, the more I thought about it, I was like, "Wait, no, that is kind of. It is doable. It is totally doable. So I don't want to do it. What if I got you a C three PO costume, and then I altered it to match the description of this dude? No. Your face will be covered. Yeah. Nobody would know it's you. Okay. And then you could be like, what? I'll, I'll consider it. You would be like, what? I'll, I'm I'll Solomon. Consider it. I'll consider it. What? I'm the hottest dude ever. I'm Solomon. Right. Yeah. Don't you see my dripping honey like or I said, I'll consider it. Okay. Okay. His legs are pillars of marble set on bases of pure now, gold. Your job just got a lot harder. Okay. But they are set on bases <laughs> of pure You're laughing at me. That was wicked. That was a wicked snicker. His appearance is like Lebanon, choice as its cedars. So remember, Lebanon was known for its trees or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. It's it's cedars, to be specific. Okay. You look like a tree, honey. I love you. <laughs> His mouth is sweetness itself. Mm. Oh, well, see, yeah, I can't make, I can't do this costume. Yeah, it's it's. Your off. mouth ain't sweetness. No, sorry. He is altogether lovely. You're kind of <laughs> pretty. Yeah. You're kind of pretty. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. This is my beloved. This is my friend, daughters of Jerusalem. The end. Ah, okay. 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 I, I feel like this is more about obsession mm-hmm. than it is about love. Yeah. 
It, she seems very obsessed with him. It's not even obsession and um and like cute crush. It's obsession and um I don't I don't he's know. Where a, I was going he's with a that. smooth talker though. He is like he says the right things, but she's the one that's like all up in and you know, go, going all over town and right. and like tracking him down and like it's, always talking about how he's just perfect and everything. Like she's telling everybody else how pretty he is. He was only telling her, "You are pretty," and right. she's like, "Hey, you guys, this guy that I'm so obsessed with. Listen, let me tell you all about how pretty he is." Yeah, yeah, that's different. This is this is almost like Solomon wrote. Um, I don't know. Something to this one time there was this crazy chick. No, no, no. I was saying it's more like this is almost like building him up, you know, mm. like making him look like this perfect being, this perfect sexual being. Okay, you know, okay. and See, so like it's all. It's I almost, think it could be both though. I think he's like I'm so often that all the babes want me. Right. I mean, to the point that let me tell you about this one time. <laughs> Holy shit! This, I mean, she was hot. I'll tell you that she mm. was hot, but. Cuckoo, cuckoo, was a, missing a sandwich he also in had a lunch lot, basket. He also had a lot of wives, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe this was, like, you know, marketing material to collect wives. Like, see how, how much I'm wanted? Look at this. Look at this. This is me. Uh, that's that's me in that story. You you want to be my wife, see? You totally want to be my wife. I got I got the gold and the marble legs and the, and the wavy black hair. And see, I and would, the dove eyes. I would read that story and I would be like, oh. So this is your move, huh? <laughs> like, like this this came straight out of the book you wrote. Mm. So everything you're saying to me right now, it's not original. Like right. you don't mean a goddamn word you're saying. I hear you saying that, but at the same time, I also live in a world where Trump exists. Mm. So okay. I mean, Fair. I'm just saying. There. Oh my God! Did you hear? <laughs> like he went to the this rally, and there were all these pastors that were giving an opening speech to his rally thing and, okay and the pastors were all like you know dear god silence his people against him and let them um like they were basically all but saying let them die right he, they well, were just saying things like let them be stopped let them not find a way let them be silenced i feel like evangelical christianity has been weaponized mm-hmm. towards and and for Republican politics. Mm-hmm. It ain't real, but it's terrifying. And I'm like, hold on. I just want to make sure everybody that's listening to this podcast hears this. So-called Christians, and I don't care if they are or not. They want us to believe that they are Christians, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So-called Christians are out there saying that I personally, because I am against Trump, should fucking die. I mean, Christians are saying they want me dead. There's that. I mean, that's that's just the tip of the iceberg of crazy shit. Christians and they're not say. just saying they want me dead. They're saying we should go kill her. Right. Like, no, they didn't say my name. Obviously, I don't know who the right. fuck I am. But I'm against Trump. I should die. Therefore, they want me dead. Right. And if I spoke out loud enough, they would say that girl should die. Here's her address. We like to dox. No, Go get her. There's the the pastors and Trump are smarter than giving that. No, out. I know. They let their people that they're talking to figure that. They stuff would out. say she should be silenced and stopped. Right. What? I didn't say kill her or nothing. Right. How'd you get that from what I said, Nazis? Yeah. 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 I'm just saying. Like, no, it, I agree. It's terrifying. It's yeah. funny because it's not funny. 
You know what I right, mean? Right, right. I'm like, it's ridiculous. You, like, I'm I'm presenting it as, oh my god, did you hear that happened in the news? Right. And then I'm like, as I'm telling it, I'm like, why am I presenting this as gossip? Like, it's not fucking funny. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So let's go over a few notes here. Sure. About this fucking chapter. Okay. Okay. Yep. So this chapter, which I should have paid attention to my notes better as I was reading, so I had the right voices, but they were going back and forth. Right. Okay. Yeah. So this chapter opens with the man's response to his lover's consent from the previous chapter. Yeah. Okay. So remember mm -hmm. that. And the next part relates the refusal of the woman to welcome the man into her room at night. So she didn't let him in, but she changed her mind. Oh, I didn't realize that that was what was happening. Mm -hmm. I thought that. She's like, do I have to take off my robe? I just fucking oh, put it on. Okay. Okay. That makes a little I bit more sense. I my feet. I don't want to walk over to the door and get my feet fucking dirty and again. And then she was like. No, but I really should, so right. I'm going to. And, and then... so when she changed her mind, he'd already disappeared. He right. was like, bitch, bye. Yeah. Yep. And then in the next part, she's looking for him in the city. And then in the final section, she's describing to the daughters of Jerusalem how fair he is. Got it. How pretty he be. That makes it make a little bit more sense. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. She's still a little obsessed, though. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You said no, and he left. Right. Leave it. There's tomorrow. Yeah. It's another day. Yeah. There's even a song about it. You right. Know? The sun will come out tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So in verse one, the male and the chorus, um, they're talking about tasting and enjoy the garden. Uh -huh. Okay. And this verse contains the man's closure, blah, 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 which we already said of the previous chapter. And the call to eat and drink implies consummation. Got so it. So yeah, that was. Right. Wine and milk was definitely Sex. vagina and boobs. Right. Okay. Yep. And get this, it has been suggested by scholars that the words closing the dialogue should not have been separated from the rest of the exchange in chapter four. Hmm. So remember, we said that. Yeah. We were like, this is stupid. They split this up dumb. Right. And right. scholars are like, I know, right? <laughs> that makes me feel <laughs> And apparently really we happy. can never fix that. So it's just the way it it's is. It's just now. the way it is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We we just It's decided. locked in. It's locked in forever. At some point in the not back in Christian beginning times right they locked it in and that's the way it always is it has to be that way from now on except for when king james changed it and some other people changed stuff but whatever that was it but then after that that's the last one that but was maybe, the last one but why not why why can't we change it again the same reason that we can't add any more amendments to the constitution ever again well i mean we could but we won't though it's locked in right it's locked in well i mean because we have a dumb government right but, but that's yeah. what that's why that's why right you answered the question because we have a dumb government because right. we have dumb Guys that decided this is as good as it's going to get as far as, like, making man in charge and woman subservient and sure. being allowed to own slaves. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And keeping a dumb populace. Right. right? This is as good as it's going to get. So, no, it can't change any further. The Got end. It. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so verses two through eight are the female doing a second search at night for her dream lover. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Dream lover, come rescue me. You know? That's <laughs> Is that Mariah Carey? Oh my God, I love you right now. Mm. That was hot. You knew Mariah. Yeah. You never know any singer, especially if I sing it. Well, I had a crush on Mariah when, you know, she first came out. So did you? I did. Yeah. Oh. I mean, Mariah was hot. Damn. I'm just I've saying. never heard you speak like this before. In that voice. That, that, I mean, she had that voice. She you know? had the controlled scream. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. I did not like the controlled scream. It made me angry. But I had never heard anything quite like that before. No, it's just that it, I wasn't taken with it. Like, it was it. an impressive feat, 
But everybody was like, that's amazing. And I was like, but she's screaming. And they're like, but it's a controlled scream. And I'm like, it's still a scream, though. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. She can hit that note, but it's not really a note. She's screaming. Right. It's a scream. Sure. It's a really high-pitched scream. Yeah. Very talented. Right. She can't even hardly hit any high notes now. Mm. So she done ruined her throat. Yeah. And and that's just, you know, oh, well. Right, right. Okay, so anyway, in this part, verses 2 through 8, the woman refuses to let him into her room, but then she changed her mind, but he already disappeared, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And they, when they found her, when the watchmen, the guards found her, they beat her up. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. They beat her up. And then she appeals for help to the daughters of Jerusalem about her lovesick condition. Now, that's mm. not what I got from that. But right. that's what the but I mean, Well, I mean, that's kind of what we felt like, though. That she was <laughs> obsessive and kind of, you know, like, too taken with Solomon. Right. But she was like, help me, help me. I'm, you know, just in love sick and blah, blah, blah. And I, I don't know. Right. I don't know what to think about it. Sure. Okay, now in verse 2, it mentions something about her locks of hair or his, no, his locks. Yeah. She's describing his locks. Right. Okay. Um, The notes want us to make sure that we understand that locks means curls or hair, which I think we knew that. Yeah. Like Goldilocks. Right. Sure. Locks of gold. Yeah. Right. But what that reminded me of was this most awesome poem by alexander pope from 1714 Uh called the rape of the lock Hmm. and it's where it's like this anti-heroic thing um like it was a popular kind of during the like enlightenment beginning stages of it or whatever okay um this whole pessimistic thing and um anti-heroism and the rape of the lock is about this boy basically cuts off this girl's curl and the whole thing is like the rape of the lock like not rape like sexual yeah but I like got it. he cut know, off her lock he, he took it from her right kind of like kind of like um in the movie maleficent one might say that um maleficent when her wings were cut off of her yeah. that that was a rape of sorts got it so um yeah anyway but i just thought that was interesting locks his hair is the rape of the lock and yeah yeah. Okay. So um, verse nine is the chorus, and that's a challenge to compare the male lover to compare him to what I don't know. I mean, we decided to see three PO. Right. Right. But yeah. Whatever. And so um, the daughters of Jerusalem want to know what the male lover looks like, and so she tells them he hot. Yeah. I would suck that all day. That's what <laughs> she says. Okay. And so then in verses ten through sixteen. The female is giving a descriptive poem for the male. Mm-hmm. And she describes her lover from head to toe in a descriptive poem using the imagery of flora and fauna, which is, you know, plants and animals, yep. for his head. And then metals and precious stones for the rest of his body. Yeah. Okay. That's not what happened with her. Right. Like when he was describing her, he only used flora, fauna, and food. Right, right. Now, when she's describing him, she uses flora, fauna, and metals and precious stones. Got it. And that's, like, the difference between men and women right there. Got it. You know? Like, his body is strong and hard, and hers is soft, pliant, and yummy. Right. Sure. I mean, that's men and women, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, stereotypically. Right. Well, that's what I meant. Right. Yeah, sorry. 
Um, now this, there's a wrap up where it says that once again, this chapter values the body as not evil, but good and even worthy of praise and respects the body with an appreciative focus rather than a lurid one. Yeah. And I, and, and I can appreciate I that. I get that, but I don't think they're appreciating, quote unquote, the body. Like, that's not what I'm getting from this. I am happy that they are able to recognize the body in any sense in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it seems something that's kind of like up until now, it seemed something that's almost off-putting to them. So it's kind of refreshing to at least have this in there. I, I, I think it's ill-placed. I think it doesn't fit in with the rest of the Bible. But it is there. And and it being there, I, it, it is refreshing to see that it is at least a subject that is touched on in the Bible, in my I opinion. Feel like, I feel like maybe this one book is like the last vestiges of a piece of Greek literature that survived directly into the Bible. Because the Greeks were very about the perfection of the human body, not in a sexual way. And they would describe the body in their writing. Like all of their statues are like the most perfect. And it's not that they're saying like any one person is perfect so much as that they were like, if if somebody had the perfect body, this is what it would look like. Sure. And so a lot of their literature talks about the perfection. Like all of their heroes have the most gorgeous body, the most um, strong body, the most supple body, the most um, able to do challenges. And you know what I mean? Like right. um, the Olympics comes from them, for goodness sakes, because um, – they were so interested in perfecting the body and putting it at viewing it in its best possible light. Right. And if that, if this book, if the book of Solomon songs was in a piece of Greek literature, it would fit right in and I wouldn't feel weird about it and wouldn't feel like sex. Right. But because the Bible is so anti-woman and anti-sex, I don't care what they're telling me. I don't believe them. It is about sex. Right. And it definitely stands out. Yeah. So. It feels gross here, though. And it wouldn't if it was with Greek literature. Right. Context matters. It totally matters. Right. And so it just makes me mad because I'm like, I don't want to find sex yucky. And you guys are making me feel gross about it because it doesn't match the rest of your fucking book. Right. That's how I feel. The end. Okay. So, I think we're done. That was uh, Song of Solomon Chapter 5. Song 5. Song 5. And uh, so, we will be back... Sunday. Yes. With a um, Patreon. 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 Right, right. And I'll be doing the weekly wrap-up that day. Um, Also, if you're available, we will be doing a live Discord um, event that day at 3 p.m. on Sunday. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Um, so please, please, please join us for that. It's mm-hmm. always so much fun, and um, we'd love to have you there. So yep. um, join us for that, and then uh, we'll be back again on Monday with the uh, next episode of Song of Solomon, which would be Song... Six. Correct. All right. Well, we will see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife.
So we're doing something a little different today, huh? Yeah, we're doing a special, though. We are doing a Patreon, but it's an open Patreon. Yeah. So let me explain that just a little bit. So it's going to be available to anybody who wants to listen to it, but only on our Patreon page. So we'll still have a teaser that goes out on our main feed. But if you want to listen to the whole episode, it will still be on our Patreon feed, Mm -hmm. but available to everybody. Available to everybody. Because it's a pretty prescient and important topic, which we are doing something a little different today with regard to that as well. Yeah, I'm going to be kind of leading the discussion somewhat this time. So generally you do, but this mm-hmm. is a um, a bit of a history and discussion of current events a little mm-hmm. um, with regard to the Israeli-Palestinian uh, conflict. Correct. Um, and, and I have a little bit more... Um, I, interest you, in history, I guess. I you would say. grasp history and have always been a fan of learning history, whereas I'm still kind of new to that. Sure. And therefore, I have less of an understanding and felt that I was less qualified and thus less comfortable leading this discussion and bringing facts to you rather than vice versa. Yeah. Um, part of the impetus for this this discussion, though, is because we've been listening to a lot of news about the Israeli. Palestinian conflict that is going on right now, and the headlines are almost without fail pro-Israeli, mm-hmm. and it it bothers me, mm-hmm. and I think it bothers you. It, um, it does, insofar as I have only the vaguest understanding of what's happening. Um, I, yeah, it does. Well, I have reasons why it bothers me, and and I, and I don't want to like I'm going to say this right now up front. I don't want to in any way whatsoever condone what Hamas has done in Israel with their attacks. That was horrific. Right. That being said, there is history behind this conflict in total. It didn't come out of nowhere. It didn't occur in a vacuum, which is what, if you're listening to the news, it it feels like they're saying, oh my God, this was just, they were at peace. And then all of a sudden this group out of nowhere just attacked. Right. And that's part that i have a problem with yeah no as do i um the attack was ugly but it certainly did not happen out of nowhere in a vacuum and we're going to get into a lot of that so um let's go ahead and maybe get started with the meat of this huh okay all right let's go do this okie dokie Hey everyone, this episode is a little different than normal as it is a Patreon episode, but the full episode is available to everyone. All you have to do is go down to the show notes and click on the Patreon link. This one has been made public so everyone can listen to it over on our Patreon. Thanks and enjoy the rest of the show when you get over there. Hey wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. 
But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye.